Welcome to Bruin Success, where we talk to UCLA alumni and explore the many paths to success beyond UCLA. I'm your host, Katie Russo, and today I'm privileged to be joined by Marie Katz, UCLA's first Chief Sustainability Officer. Marie is working to foster partnerships among academic, research, and operational departments to facilitate creating a world-class living laboratory for sustainability at UCLA. As Executive Officer for UCLA Facilities Management, Marie provides strategy support to make the university more operationally efficient and coordinates with emergency management on resilience planning. Facilities management provides energy to the campus through a highly efficient cogeneration plant, as well as managing landscaping, renovations, operations, and maintenance. Marie is also an instructor for UCLA Extension's Sustainability Certificate Program. She holds an MBA from the UCLA Anderson School of Management, a Master's in Public Policy from UCLA Luskin School of Public Affairs, and a BA in Environmental Education from Humboldt State University. Nareet was honored as one of 100 inspirational alumni for the 75th anniversary of UCLA Anderson. In 2017, she received the Dean's Award from UCLA Extension for outstanding instruction and contributions to the UCLA Extension community. Nareet, welcome to Bruin Success. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us for a conversation today. Absolutely, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Katie. So to kick us off, we'd love to learn more about your career journey and how you got to your role today at UCLA. So I'm curious if you always had a passion for sustainability and the environment, and can you walk us through your journey from Humboldt State student to UCLA's first chief sustainability officer? Yeah, absolutely. So I did always have a passion for this area. Um, I think even as a kid, I, I like organized my class to adopt an encouraging forest. Um, but originally, my direction was more on the teaching side. So um, while I was at Humboldt State, I actually, and I actually started here at UCLA as an undergrad and then transferred. So I almost was a trip over just So um, uh, HSU had some strong uh, programs and environment, and uh, my focus was environmental education. And so while I was there, I was volunteering for an environmental education program, uh, doing teaching. And then the second year there, um, I was co-director of the program. And I really saw how in a management role, I could create some pretty amazing change. And I realized that I might want to make that transition, even though I missed doing as much of the, the focused teaching. And so now, um, you know, I came back to UCLA for graduate school, as you mentioned, the business and policy to focus more on the management and policy side. And um, I ended up finding, thankfully, an outlet for teaching still. So now I can do the teaching at night here through extension and still um, still incorporate teaching into my work, but really focusing more on, on managing the program. Okay, wow, great. Um, so sustainability means a lot of different things to people. Can you define sustainability and what it means to you? Yeah, absolutely. So through my teaching, I do that professionally. I'm happy <laughs> to talk about it. Um, you know, the most common definition people look to for sustainability is the UN Bretland Commission definition, which is that sustainability is meeting the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their needs. So ultimately, in shorthand, you could say it's about our kids and our grandkids. How do we manage things responsibly today so that, you know, future humans on the planet can have a decent life too? Right. Wow, that's great. Um, so as a woman leading the charge in sustainability, what are some of the biggest challenges that you've faced in your career so far? So, you know, I will say in answer to that question that I've been fortunate to work in an organization here at UCLA that really um, values 
diversity. Uh, there's a lot of women in leadership here. I've always felt very supported. I mean, the facilities management side of my work is certainly still, um, you know, there are a lot of men in the skilled trades, but they have been really um, welcoming. So I really faced challenges a lot in my career, specifically related to my gender. But I know that that's not the case for many. Um, you know, here at UCLA, we have a new center called the Center for Diverse Leadership in Science that's specifically looking at the challenges facing women in um, and, you know, people of color as well in um, the sciences, especially in the physical sciences, geosciences, environmental science. We also have a new student group here at UCLA, uh, the Environmentalists of Color Collective that really looks at these issues of diversity and environment. Um, so, you know, there are a lot of significant challenges out there still and plenty of sexism, especially in field science. So, um, you know, I try uh, as someone in a leadership role to support all of those coming up and, and anyone who's struggling with these issues. Sure. Yeah. And that's, I think that's great to hear not only that you have continued to feel supported, but also to see um, an increase in some of those new groups or student organizations that are continuing to kind of champion for more diversity in, in science. Um, so my next question is, as a leader in sustainability in higher education, what trends do you currently see that universities must keep up with to kind of move the needle forward on sustainability? Or what do you see as the next biggest moves forward? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I think one of the biggest challenges in university sustainability, but also in the field as a whole, is around communication. Mm -hmm. So if you think about UCLA as kind of a small city with a daily population of 80,000 people, getting the word out that sustainability is happening and that people can be involved is a constant challenge. Um, and I think in the field as well, you know, within sustainability, certainly in the area of climate change, communications has been this huge challenge. How do you take really scientific technical information and make it engaging and, you know, reach audiences beyond sort of the choir, right? right. Um, so the UCLA Institute of Environment and Sustainability actually has a new center that's focused on this topic. It's called um, the Laboratory for Environmental Narrative Strategies or LENS. And they're really looking at that intersection between environment and media and arts and the humanities. Um, and really thinking about how do we tell stories better? Mm -hmm. You know, on the climate change front, I think you're starting to see people recognize that although data is important, graphs are important, you also need to help people see how this impacts individuals right. and really elevate those stories of individuals here in California and across the world who are being impacted by climate change today mm -hmm. so that people really feel that relevance. Oh, that's great. Wow, that's really great to hear. Um, so what makes UCLA a leader in sustainability among college campuses? And I, I think especially um, given that we are a public university with public funding, how do you stay on track in comparison to other college campuses where there is that public funding um, that's involved in decision making and things like that? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a challenge. One of the nice things about working in higher education in sustainability and sustainability broadly, even in the private sector, I think so many of us come to this work with a drive that's based on a mission and really caring and wanting to make a difference. Mm -hmm. And so it tends to be a really collaborative environment to work in. Um, all of us at the UC system work together on setting our goals and on our progress. We have conference calls all the time, sharing best practices. I'm on the steering committee for a statewide conference called the California Higher Education Sustainability Conference that brings together um, you know, staff and faculty and students from the CSUs and the community colleges and all of the yeah. schools in California. 
And then we also have national um, conferences through ACE, the Association um, for the Advancement and Sustainability in Higher Education, and also through Second Nature. So, um, you know, I would say that that UCLA and the UC system are among the leading campuses, mm-hmm. but we have areas that are more challenging and areas, you know, that we're doing better in, and we all have kind of unique challenges based on our situation. Uh, one area where UCLA really has shined is our transportation program. We got an early start with sustainable transportation around the 1984 Olympics, actually, which is kind of interesting now that we're coming towards the yeah, 2028. Right. Um, so, for example, we have one of the largest and oldest um, employee van pool programs in the nation. So our UCLA transportation team um, has worked hard to reduce what we call our drive-along rate. So that's how many people are sitting in cars by themselves as they get to campus. And in the LA area, the average is like 74% of people who drive by themselves to work. And the result of that is a lot of traffic that we've all sat in and pollution and everything that comes with that. And through a broad range of programs, including working with seven different transit agencies here in LA, we've been able to get to where um, roughly half of our employees are commuting via sustainable means. And um, three quarters of our students are also commuting uh, via more sustainable means. So it's really an incredible story that a lot of universities and other um, municipalities are learning from. Yeah, wow, that's that's really amazing and impressive to hear those rates compared to when you think about, especially being in LA where yeah. everyone for the most part is driving or a car feels so necessary to hear um, how motivating is that so many are, you know, in the carpool kind of realm of things when it comes to transportation. Yeah. So uh, many people, I think, don't believe that they, as an individual, can make an impact on the environment. Um, what can UCLA students and community members do every day to make UCLA and the greater Los Angeles area more sustainable? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of the biggest sort of follies that people have in their thinking is thinking, oh, I'm just one person, you know, what am I doing? The Onion, a satirical magazine, had a great piece for Earth Day, um, I think it was a couple of years ago, and it said, you know, what can, you know, throwing away one water bottle do 30 million people wonder? You know, yeah, so pointing right. out that there are so many of us thinking that every day. And so, you know, the real truth is these actions absolutely add up. And especially on a campus of 80,000 people, those little daily choices go a long way. So whether it's choosing a more sustainable commute um, or reducing the amount of meat that you eat. You know, and I think that one of the key messages people need to understand is it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You know, choosing to do like Meatless Monday or choosing one day a week that you can take public transit or bicycle instead of taking your car, that still makes a difference. It doesn't have to be every day if you can't do everything. Um, But, you know, turning off lights when they're not in use, all of those things that hopefully people you know, have heard about, uh, they really do add up on campus and really need people engaged. Yeah, absolutely. So my final question for you is, since graduating from UCLA, how have um, your life experiences shaped how you define success or um, what does success mean to you now? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I mean, success for me has always been around having a positive impact. There's a great quote, I think it's Nelson Henderson who said, that the meaning of life is in planting trees under whose shade you won't get to sit. Mm-hmm. So thinking about, you know, a lasting legacy. But as a Bruin, I actually am also really fond of the coach's definition of success, you know, where really it's about trying to do your best as an individual and be the best that you can be. Um, you know, it's not necessarily about comparison to others as long as you know that you're doing the best you can. 
Um, so I've always liked that definition of success. I think a lot of people, as they go through life, they get kind of paralyzed by perfection. Mm -hmm. And so I try to remind my students, it's progress, not perfection, right? Like you don't have to know right now what your career is going to look like for the rest of your life. Like find something that's interesting and exciting to you where you'll learn for the next couple of years and then, you know, see where that leads you. I didn't plan to end up here at UCLA. Obviously UCLA had a bigger impact on me than than many students Mm because I ended up falling completely in love with the university and um, have stayed. But um, you know, the point is you don't necessarily know where you're going to end up and that's okay. I think most people now have so many different careers throughout their lifetime. And a lot of the students who come to our extension program are at a career changing point. You know, they might be pivoting completely from like being a lawyer to doing solar, um, or they might be looking for their next career. You know, one of my students joined the program uh, after finishing 25 years at SoCalis and was looking at getting into you know corporate sustainability. Yeah. So. Um, there's always an opportunity uh, to grow and to pivot, and uh, uh, that would be what I would leave our students with. Wow, that's great. I love um, that quote about the tree and the planting trees for shade for um, others down the line. I think I thought that was a great quote. Thank um, you. But yeah, um, I think also it's just super inspiring to hear the strides that UCLA is making, and like you said, um, that piece in the, in the um, onion about you know ever thinking that as one person I can't make an impact, but it is those daily choices that ultimately you know result in those bigger wins for all of us. Um, but yeah, that is those are all the questions I have for us today. So thank you so much for um, all your work at UCLA, and I really appreciate you taking the time to come and talk on Bruin Success today. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. And if any students or alumni or anyone listening wants to get engaged in our efforts, you can reach me at sustainability at ucla.edu and I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for hosting. Awesome. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Bruin Success. Our guest this week was Nareet Katz, Chief Sustainability Officer at UCLA. You can find more information on Nareet in the description of the podcast. Follow Partnership UCLA Alumni Group Programs on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe to it, tell a friend, or share your appreciation on social media. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time when we're back chatting with Stu Heathcote, Senior Vice President and Managing Director of Global Partnerships at AEG. This podcast was made possible by UCLA alumni.